0: guys, my name is Jacek Sivko and I'm your host in a delicious podcast. This is episode number 8 and I have to remind you that this series of podcasts is brought to you by deliciouspresets.com, tools that make your post-production in Lightroom faster, easier and more efficient. Today's guest in the show is Wojtek Krabek, also known as London Wedding Photographer. If you type this phrase into Google, London Wedding Photographer, you will have Wojtek's website appeared on the top 10. It's not the reason to listen to this podcast but it might be a factor to consider it. Wojtek is a very talented photographer. He moved from Poland to London a couple of years ago and he stayed there for sure. Pretty glad we managed to meet on Skype to talk about some stuff about photography and also about business. I think in a nowadays situation when the market is so crowded, we should all do something more than just improving our photography skills. Wojtek will share his thoughts around the business stuff and also we will talk about being a father and combining this with the business part of our life. Yeah. So without further delay, I would like to introduce Wojtek in the delicious podcast. All right, guys, I'm with Wojtek. Hello, Wojtek. How are you? Hey, Jacek. I'm very good. Thanks. And you? Yeah, I'm feeling a bit strange. It's first time we are talking in English and guys, you should know that we are both Polish. This is not regular situation for us. I'm sure we can do it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can understand my Pigeon English Wojtek, so we can start from your crappy situation right now. You are alone with, with the kids at the house. How are you dealing with this? problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been one of the biggest challenges I had recently. So my wife is on a little holiday, well-deserved holiday for a week. She went back home to South Africa and I've been in charge of three very demanding little people and yeah, it's been something different than I'm used to. Getting up early in the morning feeding three people, getting dressed, making sure you're on time. It's uh, not an easy task, but I have to say I think I deserve a medal because <laughs> uh, we've never been late. Everything has been fine. And today was just now was one last uh, drop-off. And at three o'clock it's going to be one last pick-up this week.
0: Yeah, I'm quite chuffed, quite proud
1: of myself that I've managed to pull this off.
0: Yeah, I'm impressed. I'm a father of two so far. And, you know, I cannot imagine being alone with the three kids at the house <laughs> and running my company at the same time because you should guys all know i wasn't really running my company this week (laughs) (laughs) really okay so you're just (laughs) pretending little break Um, yeah for the
1: first first couple of days i had a good intentions to get something done i've been just trying to post on instagram every day and that's it really other than that it's just about you know feeding them (laughs) and putting them to bed and doing the school runs but it's been
0: good So still the subject of what we see in the web is not actually what is going on in the business, inside the business. I've been putting up some Insta stories. I think yesterday they were quite
1: funny when Jackson didn't want to leave the car. And then I'm looking into the car. He's not there anymore.
0: All the doors are locked. So I'm like, where is he? (laughs) He was in the boot. (laughs) Ah, okay. You said you are not running your company, but actually, I don't know how to call it, but I think you are pretending not to run because as far as i know you are shooting wedding tomorrow right
1: yes yes my wife i was a very good friend she's coming down this evening to stay with the our gang tomorrow for the day to look after them Taron is back on sunday and then from monday it's all back to normal
0: yeah okay you know my wife is laughing that when i'm leaving the house to shoot the wedding she's like oh you're going to get some relax yeah Do you feel the <laughs> I same way
1: <laughs> well I think three kids they always kind of up to something. When there is two, I'm not saying that uh, you know you've got less chaos in your house, but two I think it's a bit more manageable. With three, there is more chances there is someone moaning, crying, fighting. When you want to put something on TV, there is always one person who wants something different. You know, I love spending time with them. They're awesome. You know, family is everything. It's amazing to have such a great family, but also, I also do enjoy my Saturdays off. <laughs>
0: yeah exactly and imagine some photographers who got no kids they sometimes trying to find some excuses yeah like oh it's another weekend, we, we should go to work and blah, blah, blah. We are so tired or stuff like that. And with kids, it's like raising the bar. <laughs> it is. I mean, they've been in my bed
1: for the past five days, every morning between, I don't know, five and six a.m. because they just don't like to waste a day, you know, as soon as the eyes are open, they, they're ready to, to rock and roll.
0: And you know, my business partner, Krzysztof from Delicious Presets, he's a father of five kids and he... he <laughs> I didn't he, even <laughs> want to think about five kids. Yeah. And he, man- he managed to survive this, you know, working as a wedding photographer for many years, running the company of Delicious Princess. And at the same time, he started his own second company or third company at the same time. And I asked him one time, you know, how you managed to do all this stuff with so many kids? And he said it's thanks to the kids because the kids are motivating him to hustle more and to do more. I absolutely agree
1: because kids are also my biggest motivation to push further, to work harder so I can just um, give them, you know, a better life than I had when I kind of started because my background was we were really poor when we were young and my parents didn't have too much money. So what I want is I want to make sure that they've got, you know, enough of everything, but I want to spoil them at the same time.
0: But yeah, kids can motivate. I think
1: they motivate all. parents at least they they should motivate all the parents
0: to give them their very best Mm -hmm. you know one time i remember i was reading some book of one guy here in poland that he was trying to convince other people that the most inspiring factor for you to develop your skills or to become a great and successful person is that you were raised and born in a poor family. It's like those people got the best motivation for life.
1: You um, appreciate things more if you just don't have them when you were younger. If you, I mean, if you're born in wealth, it's just, just different mindset because you've got everything. So you've got different problems. <laughs> like if you're going to have a, I don't know, a holidays in Bali or Mauritius. And for us, it was just uh, <laughs> coming to a wooden house in Mauritius somewhere and uh, we had an amazing time
0: yeah it's just different it's what our best author I would say it's both of us are following the same person and I mean uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and you know I don't know if you notice but he's oftentimes he's saying that the reason he's so successful that he was born in Soviet Union he was lucky to move to USA Mm -hmm. then started his career based on you know like this urge or need to become a really successful person but um, he's sorry for his own children because he's right now it's very rich and their kids got everything they want. So they have no motivation to fight for it.
1: That's a good point. It's hard because when you kind of, you know, achieve that kind of wealth, you want to enjoy it because you worked hard for it. So I think it's really hard to find this kind of balance. I'm not really rich and wealthy just yet. So I don't have this problem for now. (laughs) Hopefully in the future, we'll see
0: in few years. We'll check. And was this main factor that you decided to emigrate from Poland, that you were looking for some better chance for you? To be honest, like, as I did say that we, we didn't have much
1: money when uh, we were kids, when we were younger. I always knew that uh, there is something more I can do. I just don't want to go to any normal nine to five job. I wanted to do something more. And I didn't know what would that be until I found this whole kind of photography thing, when I realized that follow your passion, you are just capable of doing things that people who don't really love their jobs they're not able to do that because um if you just got this huge desire like obsession to become that something you just follow your dream when you've set your goal and you just want to go and get it then you can really push yourself and just literally work day and night to become that person so yeah it's it's been great to find this kind of passion and you know Mm -hmm. follow the dream yeah, and of course. And you it's, know, it's been an adventure, really a bumpy adventure, but uh, it was really worth it.
0: Yeah. And I'm saying from my perspective, I live in Poland and I'm not imagining myself being in other parts of Europe or the world. Seriously, I think my country is, is like the greatest for me. I was thinking that if I'm gonna move to other country, then this will be like the hardest decision i have ever made you know
1: yeah, i think you need to be really young it's easier when you're really young to do it mm-hmm. because then you just pack it back then you just go out like mm-hmm. for me to move back to poland or to go to live in any other country would have been like really a huge decision and um, i would think about all the little factors and also the fact that i've got kids and you know and so on but when i was 20 i just pack my suitcase and you know <laughs> and i just left so it was much easier to do that and now
0: definitely it will be a much different yeah it's all about the dreamers being a dreamer you know like you don't have this i don't know predictions that oh this can't be done you know it can't be done and then you do it that is true you just want to see you just want to see for yourself what, what is out there what's it like you don't want to regret
1: that you haven't done it it's rather better to go you know see for yourself if it doesn't work out then you just
0: Go back home. Exactly. Maybe changing some subject, but we mentioned uh, Gary Weiner track before, and I know you've been uh, like eating his books (laughs) seriously. (laughs) How is your book reading process right now? I'm glad you've asked this because this is actually it's been
1: quite important for me this year. This year I felt like it was a bit of a breakthrough, and I I saw uh, myself not only as a photographer because I'm really passionate about you know the whole process of you know taking awesome photos and giving them to my couples, Mm -hmm. but I saw myself more of a, a a business person. We all see that there is so many workshops in the industry, like now pretty much everyone is doing those workshops. And I just thought that rather trying to improve my photography skills and going to more and more photography workshops, I need to do something different, something that others are not doing. So I thought I want to focus on just developing my own skills as a person, doing something to allow me to become a better business owner, just a better version of myself and see where that takes me. So this year I started reading books. Those audiobooks. are amazing because you can just, you know, edit your photos in lightroom or drive and you can just um you know absorb all this knowledge really easy so you don't need to actually read it so this is amazing and one of the books that i really did like recently was five second rule by mel robbins the one we did talk about just not too long ago i hope you also uh you <laughs> did listen to it or you on the case it's still in a queue right now it's in a queue <laughs> good so that book i think it's really great for those who do kind of get stuck they struggle to i don't know so you just wake up in the morning just stand not what to do with yourself, find this kind of motivation to just get up and do things rather than just feel sorry for yourself and just, you know, stop complaining and just, you know, get up and get things done. And Mel has got a really great way of explaining all those little things. She did a lot of research herself and she's got explanation of the kind of funky behavior of our brain, that the brain is just designed in this weird way to protect us from doing those things that, I don't know, are scary, uncertain, And we need to learn how to just look at it from a different perspective, just go for it rather than debate and and so on. So I really recommend Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. She's awesome. She's got this great energy that wants you to um, just to, you know, get
0: up and go for it. So it was the milestone for you this year? Not not that one book was the milestone, but just... Just the whole reading thing. Learning. Learning more. Just
1: even like going on YouTube and Mm -hmm. look for things that can, where you can improve, not just in photography, because we all try to just take better photos and so on. I believe that I've reached a certain level in the photos where they're good enough, they're okay. And now, instead of trying to make them even a little bit better, it would be a good idea to improve in other areas and then those other areas will help to get the photography going as well.
0: Yeah, I noticed you know with the with the workshop because you mentioned workshops and so many people are attending workshops right now and I found that most of these workshops are based on photography only. And I'm not finding anything wrong about it because we are all photographers. So we all look for better looking, better, you know, thinking about photography, better framing, all that stuff, better finding the best lightning condition. It's all matters. I totally agree. But we also should be looking for some basic business knowledge just to improve our business, just to improve our life. And, you know, with my example, I think, you know, few years ago when I started, I was so freaking concentrated on, you know, improving my photography skills that I totally forgot about the business side. And mm-hmm. I remember exactly this moment I figured, OK, I should be putting some more to concentrate more on business stuff and how my business changed from that. It's It's like stunning for me.
1: I think it's just like we all concentrate on the photography side and then we forget about ourselves a little bit. And then once you learn more about how the things work and it's not just about going to a wedding and taking the photos, it's about going there with the right mindset, being happy about just... Things in general, creating that happy atmosphere around you, and like you know, like if you walk down the street and then if you smile at someone, they should hopefully smile back at this here in the UK. <laughs> they should. But some, like if you go to a wedding, if you just like if you've got your you know a shoot list in your head, what you need to do, then you kind of go into work. And weddings, they're not about kind of ticking the boxes on the shoot list. It's about documenting the day. In, you know, and reacting you know, to what's happening. I want to go to a wedding and I want all the people around me to be happy about being photographed. I want them to feel comfortable about me taking photos. So you don't just pick up your camera and just shoot as soon as you get to the bride getting ready. It's just good to say hi. You know, just make people aware that there is someone, you know, with good intentions here to take awesome photos. And sometimes people they just need to be educated a little bit how the things work Mm -hmm. tell them that you know the more fun you have the better the photos like just you do your thing i do my thing it's just good to talk rather than quickly just pick up your cameras and you know attack them
0: (laughs) yeah yeah. so you hit the the other subject which is the people skills that you should be more knowledgeable about you know how the relationships are working with people it's just the the
1: simple things but it's um, sometimes
0: it just takes time to actually understand a bit more
1: about the whole process it's a journey and i started quite a few years ago and i really regret that i didn't do like a a one-to-one workshop at that time when i started with someone much more experienced because i wouldn't make so many mistakes but i I don't know why but i didn't have this genius idea to do this one-to-one and just took me a little bit longer to get to there myself but here we are
0: (laughs) Yeah. Here we are. And right now you are a teacher, you're running your own workshops and are you using those kind of skills that you have, the business skill, people skill, and trying to explain that to your students as well, or are you just telling more about photography? It's a big factor in my workshops, in my
1: one-to-one mentoring sessions to let people know about all of those other things, not just the photography side, which obviously we do cover. But it's actually, this is funny that you've asked this because I was studying back home when I was younger. to be. a PE teacher and and I never actually thought this whole Teaching thing would kind of happen again. I didn't really see myself doing this, but then a lot of people were asking about those one-to-one mentoring sessions this year. So I've done I think about five or six, and then after that I just thought, I think I'll just uh, make it official. And uh, since then I've done about ten-ish, and I really do see myself doing more of this in the future because I feel like I've got a good message to send, and I think I can really motivate people and show the right path how to get things done. Market seems to be really oversaturated now now. So business is also something that we need to focus on to improve that part. But also what I really think that kind of people lack is the patience. Everyone wants to kind of get, I don't know, a shortcut with a workshop to how to be successful, but it just takes a little bit more time to, to get things done.
0: I know that you can be inspiring because I remember one conversation I had with you before, one-to-one conversation. You mentioned that so many people are going to the workshops and hearing what the speaker is telling you, trying to make it like the same way, right? And you said, mm-hmm. it's, it's not the way to do it. The better way is to attend some meetings or some conventions or some workshops, one-on-one lessons, what the guy is telling you, and then trying to develop from it, like develop your own version. And it's like...
1: This is right. This is how normally I believe it, mm-hmm. it should happen in a workshop. You go to listen to others, see that hear they story, hear what they have to say, what they've done so far. But then I think you, you really kind of, when you get to the point where you just feel like I've got my own message, how I want to, what I want to share with everyone, what I really think is most important for me, what made me successful and so on. And then it's, I feel like, it's a good time to start doing this. And also like with so many people out there wanting to be photographers, you know, because it's uh, cool. We look at someone who, I don't know, maybe has been a little bit quiet, not so visible in the industry. And all of a sudden we start to see all those amazing blog posts and photos and stuff. And we think, oh, wow, you know, it happened overnight. And nothing happens overnight. It's a lot of sweat and hard work. And if you see all those guys who are doing really well, that means they have put a lot of work into it. And some like with athletes, you know, we watch Olympics you've got all those gold medalists. And then for the next four years, you don't hear about them at all. And then again, Olympics, again, they win the medals. And those four years, this is where the work happens. And, you know, the uh, competition is just like, And no one sees
0: this. I remember the book from Malcolm Gladwell. He was writing this. The title is Outliers, the story of success. And he was convincing that, all right, we see the success, but we don't know where it's from, you know. And because it takes around 10,000 hours to become a master in some industry and people are thinking, okay, Wojtek is one of the leading photographers in in London, but it happens because he was lucky, you know. (laughs) We cannot see what you did before in the past to let's say, become uh, one of the first websites at the Google for a wedding photographer in London, right? Mm -hmm. I can imagine that you put a lot of effort to do it.
1: Well, and the whole SEO and web design thing, I actually, I cannot take too much credit. I do run the website. I do try to block and keep it busy, but there needs to be here a shout out to my web designer, Tom Robach, who did the website and his uh, pretty good knowledge about this whole SEO thing helped a lot to get me on the front page.
0: Yeah, Uh, but don't be too shy. You know, these people (laughs) skills, as I said before, is also very important because when you are team leader and you are building a team which is not doing the good work it's like Mm -hmm. saying bad things about the team leader and you manage to find the right person for you and you know building this whole website and being at the top of google is like also very important
1: it is it does help you know to be the best. i would say i don't know third of the inquiries for me they would come from google so it's always good to be there you just need to be kind of you know active on on social media and everywhere to keep those is You know, backlinks happy, and then (laughs) so one make the blog posts and uh, be active there.
0: Yeah. So, do you think there is a moment in career that you can say, "All right, I know everything, and it's time to stop learning"?
1: No, never, never, absolutely never. Like this year for me is the
0: year of learning a lot of new stuff,
1: which has been really, really exciting to find out more about the whole kind of game. You know,
0: it's Um, it's it's funny that you are saying this right now. You know, the person who was mentioned to be like a new rising star, right? You are in this competition for rangefinder. And even from this perspective, like, OK, someone say, OK, this guy is like becoming a rising star right now. So we should all notice that. All right. He's at the some point of the career that the person was noticed for the larger audience. And right now you are admitting that. All right. It's the time. I started learning, you know, more and more.
1: I think I do know what you mean. So this whole rangefinder nomination was really exciting. I was super grateful for being nominated. It really made my day. And that was maybe, I think, a bit of a little turning point for me because I'm really a humble, very normal guy who just thinks that he can take good photos, but I'm not looking at myself as someone who is, I don't know, photography genius, anything like that. I just, I'm really normal, down to a normal guy. But this rangefinder nomination just made me think that, you know, I think I have to be really doing something right. Those photos, they have to be quite decent if I get nominated. That just made me think that, yeah, it's, um, things, things are going well. There is progress. When I look back where I came from, I don't know, from 2000. 15 14 where I am now but also I know that this is not like the end for me like being just a full-time wedding photographer and shooting 35 40 weddings or so per year it's not like the end of my I don't know career I want to do more than that and I know I'm not living the full potential of what I'm capable of so the next couple of years I think again they will be back to this kind of really hard work to take this what I've got to the next level and I'm really excited about this because I remember. When I really wanted to become a full-time photographer, that was this kind of really big goal. And, you know, the goal has been achieved. And now it's time to set new goals, bigger goals and and chase them and just, you know, do
0: exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. So what's your biggest challenges right now?
1: My biggest challenges?
0: Or your goals that you're trying to achieve in a a few years, except raising great people like with kids?
1: (sighs) Well, to be really honest, we kind of, my wife and I, we started everything kind of backwards. We first, we really wanted to have kids. We had the kids at that time. I was slowly kind of (laughs) learning this whole photography thing. And now the family's, you know, got many kids and life is good but my next big goal is to i want to buy a house as simple as that because like we just don't own a house so i want to get a house for my gang and this is my goal for the next i don't know how many years (laughs) because buying a house in here in
0: london it's going to be tricky but this is my clear goal now and i will make that happen that is one of the reasons i like being in poland it's much cheaper to buy a house (laughs) so maybe if you like i will send you some recommendation some advertisements (laughs) i got here welcome be my neighbor. You know what? As much as I understand where you're coming from, but
1: setting those goals, it's a turning point for everyone. Whatever you're doing. I've reached the point, but this is my next goal is I want to buy a house. And I know there's a lot of people out there who want to buy a house, but for others, the goal could be to become a full-time wedding photographer. And what you need to do is you need to define that goal and think how you're going to make this happen. So I want to buy a house and I'm defining the way how I'm gonna make this happen. And even if you know the house here costs a fortune, yes it does, but it's not impossible. Everything is possible. And yeah, and I'm excited about this because it's it's a big goal, it's a big adventure. It's not something that will happen overnight. But also like if you set those short term goals, achieving them, reaching them, is like, you know, it's easy. But then, when you reach your goal, that you know it's been as big as this, then it's exciting. Also, I just want to say, like, because uh, I know there is probably a lot of new aspiring photographers listening to this, and what I would the message, little message, I would like to send is that if you want to become this full-time wedding photographer and if you want to chase the dream, you need to do like a really solid structure of how you're going to reach your goal, tick your boxes and, you know, just prepare for the opportunity to finally happen as you
0: slowly, slowly get it in the right direction every day closer to your goal. And if you could turn back time, would you change anything in your career or the stuff you did at the on the road
1: there's just this one thing i mentioned before was just a mistake i've attended one year course at london college of communication i think it was 2009 which i feel like was waste of time and money really because it was just so spread across and it was just like not an intense knowledge i think i've needed at that time so if i could change the past what i would do in 2000 i don't know 10 11 when i was kind of starting off my self-employment i would attend a good workshop which at the time there was not that many of them and that would mm. mean that today i would be in a different place but other than that i can't complain It would just take a little bit longer.
0: We are where we are now. I'm excited what's ahead of me. I'm really surprised sometimes with the small tip, you can build a really solid structure. And I'm recording another podcast in Polish. And I was talking to some guy who started like last year and he said, okay, some photographer gave me some advice and I took it. And in a year he was managed to build his Instagram from zero to 100,000, no 16,000, sorry, Mm -hmm. 16,000 in a year. And I was really impressed because, you know, I remember the time I started my career, I was having only pictures of cats and dogs in a, in a <laughs> portfolio. I, I managed to, to find some clients and I was happy and, you know, in cannot imagine, you know, building my social media so fast. You know, but
1: just like a, a really great example, <laughs> when mm-hmm. you kind of starting out, right, you want to, the easiest way to start out is to be a second photographer for someone else. And there is so many, we get so many emails from orders. Um, who are just starting out, that's, you know, um, hi there, I would love to be your second photographer because I really want to get into weddings. And this is completely the wrong way to approach because like, you know, this is the stuff that you want from me. Why would I want to do that? How about try to word it in a different way and think in a different way? Like I want to, you need to provide the value to that photographer. Why would I take someone with me as a second shooter, um, someone who is not experienced and so on. So people expect to get a return from other photographers asking such, uh, you know, silly questions. And I think it's just the way how we, how we look at the whole process and find the right way to look at it
0: and um, to get the right results. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, you should be down to earth because imagine I'm writing to Wojtek trying to get the job and I'm saying, okay, I'm, I will show him a value and, and I'm writing this way. Let me be a second photographer because I think you can learn from me. A lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's not. I had, you know what, to be honest, I had a lovely email from someone a couple of uh, weeks ago. I'm going to meet that girl next week. And I love the way how she wrote in just in a way how you should contact someone if you want to work together. We're going to go for a coffee next week. I really want to give her an awesome opportunity. To not only to be a second shooter, but there is more options to it. There is more possibilities, and I'm very excited about giving her this opportunity. But I'm just saying that there is a lot of people who send those like really generic emails, copy and paste, mm-hmm. and they are just being you know selfish because all they want is just to go with other photographer, create portfolio, rather than see how they can actually help that other photographer and you know yeah, get and,
0: things going right, I, in the right way. Yeah, I wasn't so lucky to be a second shooter for anyone. I don't know how it happened, but I actually never tried to be. You know, I can imagine that, okay, this is the faster way to grow your skills and stuff. And oftentimes people are complaining oh, I don't have these pictures in my portfolio. And this week I went to Warsaw to Warszawa in Polish pronunciation for the workshop I was running with my wife. And we met a girl. She was so focused to achieve her goals that without any pictures in the portfolio, she decided to create a sort of styled the session for herself mm-hmm. and she couldn't find the models so she decided all right i'll be the model and my husband will be the next model right so she <laughs> that's a good story yeah yeah so she put the camera on a tripod and she did the whole session like of two of them right and she was she I was would so cre-
1: to see those photos
0: yeah she was so creative and i was like wow this is determination you know it's like i was clapping really i was so surprised then uh, when she said all right i did the session but my colleagues like photographers they criticized me for that." You know, and I was like, what the hell is with this community of photographers? You know, this is a very creative person. She's not having models. She's not having any pictures in her portfolio. So she's trying to do something original. Yeah. Which is like stunning. You know, imagine this is the hardest work ever, you know, to portrait yourself.
1: In my opinion, this is a perfect example of the things that I talked about before. This is the pure determination. If there is no door to knock on, you build the door. There's like You can either find the excuses Or you can find the reasons how to, you know, make things happen. And so that's a, you know, fantastic example. And and, then I think she deserves a round of applause. Well done.
0: I yeah, would have to see those was the same. I told her, you're very talented. This is the first point. But the second point, you are so creative, right? So imagine there is no boundaries if you like to do something in your life. And I think sometimes photographers or even business people or just random people, they lack of motivation. If it's happening with me, I really think about my previous guest, Delicious Podcast, which is Isabel Hasselberry. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with her story. If not, just jump into the third episode of this podcast and hear what she's talking about. She was born with the handicap and she was able to break all those difficulties in life and to achieve success. And sometimes I think, all right, I cannot do this, you know, do anything. Yeah. Oftentimes when I think about Isabel, I am sure that she would manage to do this. And that's what like drives me, you know, and I think having someone that you can look at is just a big privilege, right? That you are attending a workshop, like let's say you guys go to Wojtek and he will tell you some stories and he will share his own example, his own path and give you this energy, even though sometimes we are out of energy or motivation. Uh, Yeah. What's the nearest way of attending your workshop? Are you organizing something in the future? Um, So Actually, there is two dates set. There is one for
1: 24th of October and one for the 12th of December. Those I want them to, for now, I want just to keep them really small and intimate. So it will be a workshop at my house just for six people for each date. I want to small group where you can really kind of take in everything what i say because if the group is becoming too large then that message is slightly different and it's a different energy so i want to have a really close group where everyone can really get my pretty much full attention i just feel like for some reason like those little group workshops they don't get as much as attention everyone who is getting in touch all of those guys they want one-to-one so they want to sit on my orange couch that you can see here behind and and just talk and just be really focused on themselves which is great but I still would love to do those group workshops so I'm going to you know promote them a little bit more now to you know get people excited about learning in a group not just one to one which also will be fun.
0: Yeah but um, from teacher perspective it's like when you run the workshops okay you are sharing some knowledge and experience but at the same time you are learning from the audience as well. And Absolutely. I don't know if you agree with this but um, Absolutely.
1: we all get very different experiences and it's always great to listen to others and hear what they have to say and you can always learn something new. Absolutely.
0: I'm really thankful from my perspective like I'm running this podcast in polish and i've been doing this for half a year now or maybe even more but uh, i received so many emails so many information from the group so i was convinced at the beginning all right i will do something for the community but it's like i don't know what to what i'm getting out of it yeah but i started this and people like immediately try to thank me or I don't know, just contact me and we exchange emails and I'm like responding to all the information I'm getting. And yeah, I received so many good informations that it was new for me in business. And I noticed that during the workshops, again, the same story, you know, people are coming expecting to get out of me, something out of me and giving me their own examples, their own tips. Like, I think everyone is like worth it to hear.
1: I think you're doing an amazing job with those podcasts and well done for dedication and now running them in, you know, two languages. So I know it's a lot of hard work. So... Yes, we all would like to thank you, Jacek, for all your hard work putting into this and no Even uh, back to the community.
0: Yeah, it was actually, again, the same story because it wasn't my idea to create a podcast in English, you know. It was like the audience, they were telling me, you know, it's like good to hear some Polish photographers, but also let's open our minds for some foreigners. And I think it's the reason I started this.
1: I think it's a great idea. I do see the future in this and I think you're doing a great job
0: with it. So keep going, man. Yeah, man. I'll try to do my best even with my crappy (laughs) language skills. And I think the time is running like crazy. And I was going to ask you about your experience with the bigger workshops or festivals Mm -hmm. that I know that you attended the Snap Photo Festival. Can you say what you did there?
1: So Snap was actually in 2015. That was my first proper workshop which uh, was yeah, it was quite big because it was huge I think it was just under 100 people on the first one and what is special about Snap it's the community it's like Laura did an amazing job by just creating something more than just a workshop it's the community of people that are really helping each other out and you know our Snap group is always busy always active and whatever you put in there there's always someone who is free who will give you good advice and help so I did like it so much in you know, the first year that I've attended the second one and then the last one, Laura asked me to document it for her. So being official Chief Snapper was, uh, <laughs> I mean, hard work. When you do attend an event like this, you want to get some great moments. You want to, you know, give your very best. So it was quite busy to try to document all of it, but it was great fun. It was great to see all those friendly faces. We made some great friends over the years. There's a lot of people who keep coming back every year. Snap was really great. That was my, I think, biggest workshop I've attended. I haven't done anything bigger than this, no the conferences. And for now, I think I don't feel that urge of going to big conferences. Now I think I may just uh, slow down a little bit. Maybe next year I will go. This year I just I think want to focus more on learning other bits, maybe, you know, with some more books as you do. Mm-hmm. But I'll just pass for a moment from the workshops and I think I will try to
0: do something big next year and you know i was thinking that how is the feeling like when you are photographing so many great photographers are around and it's possible that everyone is looking what you're doing you know it might be stressful your hands shaking at this moment <laughs> you know when i was thinking just before the snap i had maybe similar thoughts to it but
1: then you know you just have to go for it you just have to do it like if there's always a bit of a fear do new things but that fear cannot stop us from doing them because then if you don't do those new bits new challenges, you will never grow. So I knew it's gonna be, you know, an exciting thing to do, document stuff and all those like, you know, great speakers and so on. But, you know, we we all people, we all normal and it's like they don't bite. <laughs> It was good. It was good. And I really enjoyed it. And if I had to do it again, I probably would.
0: Yeah, there is one thing what you just said. It's like there was a reason that Laura asked you, right? She liked the images you provided before. And that's the way people are hiring.
1: I was quite lucky. I didn't really take that many photos on the snap number two, but they came out really, really cool. So I think probably that was the reason why Laura asked me to document the third one, which was good fun. It was good.
0: Yeah. And there's one more thing I planned to talk with you. Okay. The break of the seasons, wedding seasons are coming. Are you preparing something to work over during this season break?
1: I think I've got another five or six weddings until the end of this year and uh, it's always funny when people think people who are not wedding photographers and they ask you okay so you shoot on saturday and what do you do the rest of the week (laughs) i'm sure you've been asked this as well so yes what i'm going to do i'm going probably revamp the website i will reassess the portfolios and stuff because everything is from last year so i'm gonna bring up all the new images this year was really awesome so i would want to probably get everything out there i haven't blogged that much because it was just busy. And so I will put up quite a few blogs I will probably do the best of this year. I will do something fun and just prepare myself for January, February and March, because this is the time when most of the bookings come in, when you know the inbox is really busy. So just to make sure that everything is ready for that time to uh, fill in all the remaining dates for the next year.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that you need to refresh the website. And I think if anyone is listening right now, it's just worth it to look at your website and to ask yourself, you know, is this website looks like 2018? because oftentimes yeah we changed the website in 2014 let's say right and we think oh it's fresh and still on time
1: the website needs to be up to date and we need to be looking to it i would say probably every year make some changes look what's trendy what's good make sure you're happy with it when you look at your own website It needs to be really striking. You need to have killer shots right at the front to attract the viewer to stay longer. If you don't have a good website, you really should invest in it because it's the main thing that's your online business, card.
0: everything happens online. So if there is no great website, there probably won't be much business. And look what is happening right now. It's it's just the people are browsing the net in a mobile. If you have the website, which is not working correctly on mobile phones, it's just like you're losing some business. Yeah. You're
1: missing out big time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I checked statistic for my own website, jacekshivko.com, and I noticed that at least. 35 percent of the people who are visiting this website is just mobiles
1: it's just so easy now and it's growing we, yeah the mobiles and especially now we've got those nice big iphones so it's just easy to look at you know we're busy like we don't have time so looking at things on the phone is the quickest way and if you see something interesting enough when you get home you will look at it on your laptop or your, you know computer so it's essential
0: to have the website you know mobile friendly and would you recommend also checking the, except website, of course, checking the social media accounts, like to delete some old stuff you don't like or yeah, which is definitely. not no. related to the work you do nowadays?
1: That's what I did. About a year ago, I started to really focus on my Instagram because I've decided this is a really cool platform that I want to grow. I used to just have like a really random photo. of just like a venue with no hashtags, no nothing, just a silly filter and just didn't look very good. But then when I started to post every day or sometimes even even twice a day keep it really busy and I just feel like when I go to any kind of if I'm buying shoes if I want to buy anything really t-shirts or uh, I'm checking out a new brand I would always click on Instagram because I want to see their presence on Instagram always would click on Insta stories see what they show who they are because you know through Insta stories you can actually see more of the personality not just the business kind of side. So I think Instagram is huge now. And maybe even like I don't get that many inquiries directly from Instagram. I know that a lot of people do follow me and they expect good content. So Instagram,
0: yeah, definitely do it. And I'm asking in my contact form on my website that how did you find me? And oftentimes people are not checking this box yeah like okay we found you on instagram but i noticed that a lot of people are using this button contact the photographer on the instagram and it's like writing the message yeah straight from instagram so i figured that i wouldn't know it was from instagram if i don't change the email address so i put another email address which is like instagram at JacekSivko.com. And uh, I know if, yeah if I'm receiving the email at this email address, it's like from Instagram for sure. So I don't even ask then. And yeah, I'm collecting those emails from Instagram and I think it's growing even in Poland. And we oftentimes laughing that, okay, if something's happening in Poland, then it means that <laughs> it happened already <laughs> in the yeah. UK, let's say two years ago. <laughs> you know, I have literally a couple of weeks ago, I booked a super cool alternative
1: wedding for next this coming friday next yeah, next week friday they are going to have super cool outfits they're planning something really different very unique some absolutely dying to shoot that wedding. i think it's going to be pretty amazing so you will definitely see the
0: photos from it in a few weeks time yeah, i will also waiting for the Insta stories from you from this wedding. <laughs> okay, we will do. <laughs> yeah, so make sure to follow Wojtek on Instagram. Wojtek, I think we reached the time limit. Thank you for the conversation and all the tips. If anyone wants to hear Wojtek more, I highly recommend to contact him and go to London for workshops as well. Thanks. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Keep in touch. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please leave a comment on our Delicious Podcast Facebook group and let us know what you think. Also, if you have any friends that are photographers, share the link to the podcast with them. Our goal is to build big community of open-minded photographers and to deliver as much knowledge and value as we simply can. So when you share this content with your friends, you can make huge impact in our delicious mission.